podcast. <laughs> All right, today's episode is going to be a little tricky. I've been avoiding this topic, but it's all tying in together. So before I begin, I just want to emphasize that you should do your own research. You should look into this yourself. Um, trust your intuition. Trust your own beliefs. I'm going to just be talking about what I've found in my research and also what resonates with my intuition and my beliefs. And if you don't agree with that, then that's fine. That's totally fine. We, we all have different opinions. So, you know, you don't have to support me. You don't have to listen to me. Like, this is truly what I believe. And just the stuff I've read confirms a lot of it. And... Hopefully this can open your mind if you have different beliefs or don't agree with most of the things I say. But that's okay. Like I said, we all have different opinions. We all have different beliefs. We can't keep attacking each other just because of that reason. I recently have been getting really attacked on my Instagram and Twitter about my post about Portland, Oregon, which I will talk about. Um, however, I will be talking about the Freemasons and the origins of them, but... You guys will see how it will tie into what's happening today. I'm not just going to be talking about the Freemasons. I'm going to be talking about Freemasons, religion, and Illuminati, which is basically the core and the base of everything. Of I also want to add one thing just because it's been bothering me. I honestly don't understand the people who are against wearing a mask. Like yesterday, I got a message from someone that said, you lost all credibility from me because you're a pro-masker. Okay, first of all, what the fuck is a pro-masker? When did this become a political movement? Like, I understand that the virus itself was planned. Like, I obviously know about that conspiracy theory and how it's a part of, like, the New World Order agenda and all that. However, it's not fake. And that's why we're supposed to be wearing a mask. And I understand too that if you wear a mask, you're under the cabal's control or whatever, but like also use some logic to it. Um, this virus is very real. I mean, the theory is that it's not as deathly as they say it is. And the second wave will be a lot more deathly because of the vaccine and all that. But I'll get into that in another episode. However, like my mom, she's a medical assistant. She deals with patients every day who, who actually have COVID or the symptoms. And it's a very real thing. And it's just kind of disrespectful that these people are literally saying it's against their right that they have to wear a mask and protesting against that when other protesters right now are protesting against police brutality, which is a real thing and a real issue against the black community. And people are literally dying, but all these people care about are a freaking mask. Like, that low-key irritates me. But I also will be talking about the protests because, like I said, Portland, Oregon has a lot to do with what's going on right now. So what's happening in Portland, Oregon? Um, I've obviously been seeing a lot of things. 
I've obviously talked about how George Floyd started my research. It literally dove me into a hole of the Freemasons because if you guys don't watch Young Pharaoh on YouTube, he talks a lot about this as well. He basically said that George Floyd was a PSYOP. Um, he's a 33-degree Freemason as well as the other cops involved. It was just a psychological operation to get us angry and cloud our judgments and all that to start protesting. And this was all a distraction for Hillary Clinton's trial case that happened the same week about the Pizzagate. See, it all connects. The thing with that, however, is that Police brutality against the black community and racism is a real thing. So whether George Floyd's death was fake or not, it still triggered a a movement that should have happened years ago. I mean, in 2015, there was another Black Lives Matter movement. However, the length of this protest shows how committed we are to have some change. And... Obviously, like I said, the reason I started researching was because I wanted to know where racism began and what the fuck is happening, basically, because all the planted bricks, all the riots, which I will get into. So the reason racism exists, there's a lot of theories on it. Um, Young Pharaoh also talks about it. There's a theory that the black people are actually extraterrestrials, but they're like the majestic creatures and they're very smart they were these powerful beings that the white people were afraid of because of their knowledge and their power and all that. So the Freemasons, Albert Pike specifically, he created the KKK. So Albert Pike was a one of the top in the 33 degree Freemasons and he created the KKK, which started the whole slavery movement and the racism and all that. And there's so much to that. It's crazy that it literally all leads back to the 33-degree Freemasons. And basically, the 33-degree Freemasons and Albert Pike brainwashed the white Americans to think that the black Americans were a threat. And that's where it all came from. And that's also why the history is suppressed of the black people. There's another theory that the... I mean, this isn't theory, but the Democrats were all white and the Republicans started out with 28 black men and they were in control of everything. And you can't read this in the history books, but Young Farrell also talks about this. So the white Americans felt threatened by the black people and basically started killing them. That's another theory. And then I guess later on they changed the Democrats and the Republican Party and that's why their different beliefs now but basically the democrats did start the kkk because albert pike was a part of them and for those of you who don't know democrat in latin means demon leader so that's why hillary clinton obama and all those demonic leaders who have been a part of the satanic rituals with the children are literally democrats because they're demonic leaders so see how it all ties in and it just kind of confuses everyone you know like that's why I don't side with either sides, because I don't want to side with the demonic rulers, and I don't want to side with Trump, which will we get into, <laughs> with the Republicans, because I just, I don't, I don't fit in with either, and I don't believe that either are going to save us at this point, and the more I read into it, the more I see that both sides are, they're two sides of the same coin, they're two wings of the same bird, and 
they're all controlling us. At least that's my beliefs. That's my, it's based off my research and my intuition. So like I say, you don't have to believe me. I encourage you not to believe me. I encourage you to form your own opinion. The Portland, Oregon, sorry, I'm getting off track. So in Portland, Oregon right now, there are, they are kidnapping people off the streets and most of the protesters are kids and are underage. They're kidnapping them without reading their Miranda rights, without doing doing anything that a police officer should do. Um, they're just taking them off the streets and putting them in the cars. Even I've talked to people who said that their friends were literally just getting groceries, like walking down the street and they got kidnapped. And unmarked vehicles, unmarked badges, unmarked uniforms. And people will have been arguing with me that, well, Trump sent them in because they were burning down the city and looting and rioting. Well, that goes back to George Soros. And I've talked about him before so many times. George Soros is a billionaire. He's been known to fund, he funds the rioters and he funds the looters to go in and make things look worse than they are. Um, if you look into it, they will tell you that George Soros is anti-Trump, but that's not true. That's just a cover-up because George Soros and Trump are business partners, actually, and they have done financial tradings in the past. George Soros has forgiven Trump for $302 million, and they have a lot of financial dealings. George Soros actually backs the Trump Tower. He also has ties away the Resorts International, which is controlled by Trump, and the Rothschilds, and the Rothschilds are a part of the 13 families, which we will get into. So all these ties and all the fake narratives is what's confusing everyone. And I understand that. Like, it's all confusing and you can't really tell what is the truth. So, I mean, like I said, don't believe me. Just do your own research. So he, George Soros has also been one of the leaders for the New World Order, aka the elite. He funds 187 hate groups. You can look them up too. So it's weird that he also funds Black Lives Matter. So that's why I... I, when I say I don't support Black Lives Matter, I don't support the website or the organization because it's not even run by the black community. It's run by George Soros. And I guess they said the, the far lefts that just go to the Democrats and like take out the because people are still saying, well, they're funding the Democrats. I'm OK with that. But take out that narrative and just pay attention to the fact that the money doesn't even go to the black community. So like what the fuck? Why would you want to donate to something that's not even going to go to the people being affected? Oh, it makes me so mad. So basically, like I said, I wanted to start research because I saw a lot of sketchy stuff. The planted bricks, the rioters, there's been videos of undercover protesters opening doors and fences to let others in to go riot and loot, but obviously they were paid. And they instigate others to join, so that makes the peaceful protests go insane. And that's why people get mad at the buildings being burnt and all that. But And they blame the peaceful protesters. But it's actually the, I guess, they keep saying it's Antifa, the terrorism ideology group. Um, but I think it's just a group of people that Soros pays to go make things look way worse and that's why trump sent in these troops apparently to take these protesters off the street because they were burning everything but if trump knew any better because he obviously knows that george soros is funding the rioters and just blames him as being an anti-trump it's just a fake fake narrative to confuse everyone he knows what's going on he's one of the elite like that's what makes me so mad and it's 
the protesters' right to literally peaceful protests, and they have been, but it's because of the rioters and the looters who are paid to make things worse. That's why it looks bad. That's why everyone's hating on it. And that's what makes me so mad. It's infuriating because these peaceful protesters obviously are doing this for a right cause. They all have a huge heart. They want to protest for the Black Lives who have been murdered by police. Have I've done my research on the racism in America, like I said, and the injustice in the in the jails. And if you haven't seen 13th on Netflix, like it's it's a war zone right now between everyone. And this is what they want. They want us divided and we're falling for it. That's why I don't like Q. I don't like Q because he's dividing us. He's saying you're either for a Trump or you're for the terrorists. Like what? No, if Q was really for the people, and I'm talking about QAnon, if he was really or she was really for the people, then they wouldn't side with a aside they wouldn't go with the rights or they wouldn't go with the left they would just side with the people they wouldn't say trump is our savior like i've said before i don't think trump is our savior i don't think anyone's going to come and save us we have to save ourselves we have to rise up and do what's right and wake people up because united we stand divided we fall i'm so mad right now guys So at the end of the Rise of the New World Order book that I keep talking about, he literally quotes, it's easier to fool people than convince them that they have been fooled. So just don't be fooled. Deception is a state of mind and the mind of the state. James Angleton, head of CIA in 1954. The CIA owns everyone of any significance in major media, William Colby. We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. William Casey, former CIA director. During times of universal deceit, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. George Orwell. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Ephesians 5.11. I think that was a verse from the Bible because he quotes the Bible a lot. He also says, the most effective thing you can do to fight back against the new world order is to educate others as to what is going on that they are not told about or intentionally misled about by the mass media. People are waking up in droves, but we need a mass awakening, an enlightenment by education, if you will, of humanity as to how things really are. (laughs) This is another quote that I wanted to add. How fortunate for the leaders that the masses do not think Adolf Hitler. So literally, you guys, start thinking. Start thinking, questioning everything. That's that's why this podcast is called Question Everything. I also want to add, just because I'm already open to this page in his book. Homeland Security had purchased 2 billion rounds of 9mm and .40 caliber hollow point bullets specifically to arm their employees with and also distribute to other federal agencies across the country. That sounds like the rubber bullets that are being attacked right now on the protesters. Hollow point bullets are made to do one thing, inflict maximum tissue damage to a human in the hopes of a single shot being a kill shot. Now, why would they be doing this? Is something going to happen? that the feds know about that hasn't put been put out in the mainstream media they wouldn't keep this in the dark would they you already know the answer to this question two billion bullets is enough to pump six rounds into every man woman child in america what are they planning on doing with all this ammo except to use it and use it soon and this book was written in 2013 He also says the economic conditions that gave rise to Hitler are coming again times 100. What is happening right now? Literally just think about what is happening right now. 
The reason for the crash will be blamed on the Federal Reserve and the other central banks. The Federal Reserve and the rest of the individual nation's central banks will implode or be abolished. And what is low-key happening right now, the Nisara Act or whatever, that's going to take away the literally our money and take down the Federal Reserve? This will pave the way for the introduction of the ultimate one-world central bank, of course, owned by the Illuminati families. And then... He talks about martial law and young pharaoh talks about this as well because martial law is supposed to take us to the concentration camps so this like i said take note that this book was written in 2013. another way all by itself to introduce martial law is through a massive pandemic y'all what is happening right now a massive outbreak of an engineered highly contagious highly deadly virus would not only excuse martial law to limit the spread of the disease, quote-unquote, it would eliminate millions, if not ultimately billions of humans from the planet. One of their goals is to eliminate 90% of the Earth's population, and I will get into that. And then apparently there's supposed to be another distraction to get the elites to the underground bunkers, which makes sense. And this is why I say question everything. All right, so Let's get into the origins of the Freemasons and what is their goal and how they tie in with the Illuminati. So Babylon mystery religion is going to be a huge part of it. So take a note of that, like a mental note. In the Bible, I guess it says that Babylon mystery religion will be the religious political system of the end times or in the end times it says that. King Nimrod is significant to the story. He is a earthly representation of the sun, also known as the Antichrist and Satan, if you will, and other names, which I will get into. So in the book of Genesis, it says, Cush was the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior on earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That is why it's said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord, quote unquote. The first centers of his kingdom were Babylon, Uruk, I think I'm saying that right, I'm sorry, and Kalnan and Shinar, Genesis 10, 18, 10. So, according to the Bible, King Nimrod was the great-grandson of Noah, like Noah the Ark. He is credited with establishing the first civilization after the Great Flood, 2200 BC, around that time. So, in the Bible, Nimrod means rebellious one. And the passage from Genesis said he was a mighty hunter, but he wasn't hunting animals, he was hunting souls. It was his goal to corrupt as many souls so he could get them to follow the great plan. And what is the great plan? The great plan is to lead us into the the one world order. So the new world order is a corporate takeover of humanity, also known as fascism. So that's literally like what their goal is, is to have like dictatorship and basically what some people think Trump is doing right now. That's why I question a lot of things. So the definition of fascism, a political philosophy movement or regime that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader. And people are literally saying that's what Trump is leading us to. I mean, like I said, I don't just read something and believe it, but I do do some more digging and there's been a lot of articles like the one I read yesterday about how QAnon and Trump is literally working for the cabal, which I'll get into later. So their ultimate goal is degenerate the economies, degenerate government and societies of individual countries, causing them to self-destruct. Also, it can fall into the hands of their savior, quote-unquote savior, the one world government that will rise from the ashes. Quote, the very last people on earth you would want to try and save us 
are the people who intentionally caused the problems to begin with. But that's what they're setting us up for. Quote. So I'm just trying to compare this so you guys can have a better understanding. Think of it as kind of like gaslighting us. Like when your boyfriend or your girlfriend traumatizes you, manipulates you and stuff, and then they come in with flowers, think that you'll just accept their apology and usually you do. Think of it as a manipulative boyfriend or girlfriend. That's literally what these people are doing. They're kissing up to us. Well, some of them are. And then we fall for it. And then they're just manipulating us to give us a broken heart and literally causes pain. And that's literally what the government and the New World Order people, the elite, are doing. Just compare it to like your relationships you have with family and friends. Like, do they manipulate you? Do they offend you? Do some of them not have your best interests in mind? Yeah, that's the hard reality of it. You gotta come to the truth of what's really going on and the truth of the reality of your relationships. Like, think of it from a psychological standpoint. These men and women of the elite are psychological manipulators. That's why I say, question everything. So, how they manipulate us, how they program us, is with the mainstream media, obviously. So the mainstream media uses slides. Slides is a CIA term for conditioned type of response, which short circuits a person's rational thinking process and terminates debate or examination of the topic at hand. So that's why people just trust the media. They don't question it. They don't look into it. They don't do their own research. I mean, now it's kind of hard trying to find research, especially because I mentioned that Google is a part of it and they censor everything. That's why I don't use Google. I use DuckDuckGo.com. I've also heard of other websites that aren't the dark web, but they're less censored than Google. So you just got to pay attention to these things. There's also a ton of books written. I mean, like, you guys need to start reading. Like, obviously, like, I have nine books and they all kind of say the same thing and they're all not censored. And I mean, I know Behold a Pale Horse, the one I got, I guess, had some pages ripped out, which kind of makes me mad. So start reading and get books from reliable sources, reliable authors, but don't listen to the media. These are effects that have been happening because of the Great Plan. So endless wars, drug abuse, never-ending economic roller coaster, immortality, degeneracy everywhere you turn. This is a quote from the book. Uh, it's by J. Edgar Hoover. So the individual is handicapped by coming face-to-face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it exists. The American mind simply has not come to a realization of the evil which has been introduced into our midst. Edgar Hoover was the first head of the FBI and he was speaking um, in existence of the Great Plan. So he also emphasizes that he says, keep in mind that the government is not the enemy. It's a tool for them to use. So like a gun, like the elite are the people behind the trigger, but the government is the gun. So now we'll get into the elected government. So our elected government is a facade and paid for by a financial pyramid scheme that was pushed by the Great Plan in 1913 also known as the Federal Reserve. They are untouched by the law because it's legally chartered for profit organization, which is illegal according to the Constitution. In the Constitution, Article 1, Section 8 reads, Congress shall have the power to coin money and regulate the value of thereof. So they're being illegal against the Constitution, but they have a loophole for it by saying it's a for-profit organization, but it's literally illegal. They want to dominate the world by controlling all the money. Obviously, that's what they're doing. Money controls everything. Literally, money is the root of all evil. In the book, he says, 
when they crash the U.S. dollar, and they will, we will fall into utter chaos and nationwide martial law and FEMA camps that they have been preparing and legislating for us for so long now. You can look them up. They're all over the U.S. Apparently, there's a huge one under the Denver airport. I mean, that one's not essentially confirmed, but there's theories of it. So what FEMA stands for is Federal Emergency Management Agency. The theory is it's going to imprison us into concentration camps, but they're also known to protect us from like alien invasion. I don't know. There's a lot of theories behind it, but basically they exist. So you got to ask why they exist. So once the one world government is in place, they will abolish governments of individual nations, governments and borders, abolish all private properties, abolish all inheritance, abolish all patriotism, abolish all religion except the one they will offer, which is probably going to be the Babylon mystery religion, which is basically worshiping Satan, Uh, abolish family and marriage. They will cut the population to no larger than 500 million. So this ties into the Georgia Guidestones, which in 1979, they took out anonymously. The Georgia Guidestones, you can look up, there's images of them. It's basically their plan on a, a stone. And it's also known as the American Stonehenge. You guys should look up the Global 2000 report paid by tax money. It's basically a report saying that it's a legal document that was presented to President Carter and it reported to cut the population less than 100 million by 2050. And it's literally in the Federal Government Commission report. You can look it up. So let's track back a little so now you know kind of like what their plan is what the new world order is so how this started why it started why religion ties into it so the author of the book was atheist i've mentioned that a million times he took seven years to write this book and no this isn't the only book that i rely on but it does have a lot of information he also lists his resources at the end of the book he read a lot of books and one of them was the behold a pale horse so they both have similar information so After he did his research, he is now a Christian, and I will get into what a real Christian means because I've said before in my TikToks that religion was placed to manipulate the masses, and I will explain why. So, God versus religion is what this chapter is called, and I took notes on it. Religion has been used to control mankind, and Jesus tried to warn us and was sent by God. That's why Jesus came and tried to warn us. Uh, The book of Revelations is Christ warning us through a man named John. The great plan is prophesied in the Bible. So it's in the Bible. About 4,000 years ago, different forms of idol worship, quote unquote, and pantheistic religions began to appear in order to lead mankind away from our creator, the most high God. All these come from King Nimrod, who is also the creator of the great plan. So all the other different forms of idol worship were created by King Nimrod, which is also, like I said, the Antichrist. He was literally the first incarnation yeah he was literally the first incarnation of the antichrist he's also regarded as the og founder of the freemasons so he literally started the freemasons because of this religion the babylon mystery religion uh the book of enoch was renowned by the proponents of the great plan so the real book of enoch it's hard to find and it was taken out of the bible it has too much information of their plan that is why they removed it from the present day version of the bible there is an illusion that the church and state are separated that's why the churches are tax-exempt organizations under the U.S. government. This is why our money says, in God we trust. This is why you put your hand on the Bible and swear to God that you will tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. This is why the president swears on oath. The phrase, quote-unquote, separation of church and state does not appear in the Constitution. So, I guess that's just an illusion. So, this ties into Pizzagate. Well, I guess the theory
theory of Pizzagate and the pedophilia because we all know that they did Pizzagate to get adrenochrome, which adrenochrome is what these people consume to stay immortal. And you'll understand why in a second because I will explain. There's other theories that it ties in with the reptilian people because they feed off the adrenochrome, which I will get into in another episode. But for right now, we'll just stick to human beings. So the pedophilia that goes on in Catholic churches is one example when it comes to worldwide corruption of the religious institutions. So we've all heard of the pedophilia going on in Catholic churches. Like I have at least, at least I've heard personal stories of people that I know that have gone through this and it's all over the world and it's happening and like I said this ties into pizza cake two major players in this god versus religion is Judaism and Christianity there is a great conspiracy theory that is pushed by the people running the agenda so this is pushed by the elite that there is a Jewish conspiracy of them wanting to take over the world it's to muddy the waters of the truth and to incriminate the Jews with such propaganda as the protocols of Zion Hitler was one of the leaders of the great plan to see how everything's tying in together. However, so this is where it gets tricky. There are Jews, Christians, Mormons, Buddhists, etc., who are also members of the Great Plan that hide behind a religious front, and they all belong to the Babylon mystery religion, which is actually worshiping Satan. So there are these people, manipulators, who pretend to be a part of these religions to further the agenda. That's where the argument of anti-Semitism comes in, because people will throw that out there just to to shut down the truth and I will get into that. So the protocols of Zion were written by the people running the plan a hundred years ago. They wanted to put it out there so that if any member of the Great Plan tried to go public with it, they would immediately be called an anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist. The Jews trace back to the biblical Abraham. Abraham was chosen by God to represent him and his values in the time of King Nimrod's rule, which was an occult-filled evil world. The Jews are hated by the Great Plan creators because they are a modern-day reminder that Abraham was in opposition. So the Jews today are people following the religious practices of the last remaining intact tribe of the OG 12 tribes of Israel. According to the Bible, the OG 12 tribes of Israel were established by the 12 sons of a man named Jacob, son of Isaac, who was in turn the son of Abraham. Abraham and them were chosen by God to be his beacon of light. So, in effect, the Jews are modern-day honorary representatives of God's original plan for his followers. The true path is through Jesus Christ, not Judaism. And some Jews also believe this to be true, and they are called the Messianic Jews. He quotes the book of Revelations, passage 2-9. I know thy works and tribulations and property... But thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are synagogue of Satan. Revelation 3.9 Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, but are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. He's basically quoting the book of Revelations to prove how some Jews are actually not the true worshipers of Jesus Christ. What these two verses are telling us is that there are people who claim to be Jews that are actually followers of Satan, King Nimrod's religion. Basically what I just said. <laughs> In 1948, Israel was resurrected for the end times to fall into place. So Israel had to be resurrected for everything else to unfold. And the people behind this was the Rothschilds. And the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, like I mentioned before, are like head of the 13 families and head of the Illuminati. So I will be naming the 13 families at the end. 
ADL is keeping the facts hidden. I don't know if you guys know what ADL is, but it's Anti-Defamation League. It was established in 1913 to protect Jews and shield the synagogue of Satan as well as the financial Ponzi scheme via Federal Reserve. So shut down anyone by calling them anti-Semitic. So basically, if you call them that, then they're discredited. They are belittled. No one's going to believe you now because you're labeled anti-Semitic. The Federal Reserve is primarily owned by Jews of the Synagogue of Satan, which is true. Most of the banks are owned by the Jews of the Synagogue of Satan. All the 13 families are Jews of Synagogue of Satan. So it has nothing to do with protecting the Jews, but everything to do with to make sure people won't learn or speak up about the truth. ADL is supposed to be protecting the Jews. Like, that's what their cover is. That's what their front is. But it's really just about keeping the truth under wraps. The fake Jews are hiding in the Jewish community. So the Vatican is also working alongside the synagogue of Satan. In December of 25, 2005, uh, Pope Benedict XVI flat out called for a new world order. (laughs) So Roman Empire was a huge follower of the Great Plan. This is why they were in power. They worshipped Satan. They also worshipped other saints uh like calgula i'm sorry if i'm saying that wrong calgula means violence murder torture pedophilia and incest who also lorded over the roman empire after jesus died prior to them corrupting it and taking control they would literally feed anyone who worshiped jesus to the lions that is crazy so they were basically tricking us from the start to worship something that isn't jesus to keep us as far away as we can from god So in 313 AD, Roman Emperor Constantine established himself as the authoritative leader of the Christians, the first pope. So what they did was blend the Babylon mystery religion with Christianity, creating Catholicism, further the melding of Christianity to paganism. So that furthered everything to be basically paganism. Um, In 336 AD, they placed Christ B-Day as December 25th, which is actually King Nimrod's birthday. And I mentioned this in a TikTok before when I first started my conspiracy theories that we are actually celebrating all of King Nimrod's holidays, not even worshiping who we should be worshiping. So they corrupted all the holidays while maintaining a anti-Masonic stance up front. They have actually been implementing the Babylon mystery religion. Um, the church has. The proof for this is the Vatican Rothschild's banking relationship for over 200 years. You guys can look into that, but yeah, the Rothschilds do fund the Vatican, and it's just, you gotta look into the ties, like who's working with who, who's behind who, and once you connect the dots, it's like an interconnected web that is all deceit, and he says that in the book, and it's it's scary, but it all connects. It all adds up. So until 1993, Vatican refused to recognize the state of Israel's existence. That was also the year they formally joined forces with the Freemasons. So some examples are the Sabbath day is the seventh day, which should be holy. It's actually supposed to be Saturday, not Sunday. Some OG Jews know what's up, basically, and they do celebrate God on Saturday. Um, there was a Sunday law in March 7th of 321 AD where they the Vatican switched Saturday to Sunday obviously to keep us far away as they can from the real God. So the things they do that are blasphemy to the real God they it's said that the Christian soul must burn in purgatory after death until all their sins have been purged but to speed up the process you can pay for them to be gone. So honestly I don't think God would want us to pay 
to have our sins removed. He also says, when in fact God's word is clearly against the doctrine of purgatory and especially to buy your way into his grace. Exactly what I was saying. God wouldn't want that for us. According to the Bible, Jesus Christ came to forgive us for our sins. So literally, why are they making us purge or confess or whatever or pay for our sins? So mass is a heretic act. The holy mass is a literal eating and drinking of the flesh and blood of Christ. The priest supposedly has the power to change the bread and wine to the body of Christ. But when in reality, this, this is occult black magic. Like this is Luciferian practice. The crusades and the inquisitions were purely evil. I, I didn't, I don't want to go into detail because it was even hard reading it of what happened during those times when you guys can look into it. Um, they just did some awful things to some people. And then Mormonism was founded in 1830 by a 33 degree Freemasons. See how it all ties in? So how the great plan began, where did it come from? So it started in the Garden of Eden. It is literally responsible for the fall of man. So the serpent was Satan. The serpent promised them knowledge and that they can become immortal and godlike. Ultimately, when they reached this godlike status, they theoretically wouldn't need a god anymore and would have complete control over the world. And that's what the elite are trying to do. They're trying to become godlike, including the reincarnation of themselves and for them to live forever. But honestly, who the fuck would want to live forever? Like, I'm tired and I'm 23. Like, get me off this world already some theories oh I guess the theories I've been reading into that that's why everything connects that's why I'm saying everything connects I'm literally losing my voice because I'm so passionate about this but the advancing of technology is against God basically because that's leading us more towards God-like figures and CERN lab has a lot to do with this they have the God particle basically there's a theory that they're trying to recreate the the big boom or basically how we became and adrenochrome it's something that helps you become immortal and it helps you stay young so all these things are doing are against god are well obviously against god but they are trying to become godlike and honestly if you pay attention to the technology nowadays like all these there was a microsoft commercial that i saw the other day that wasn't even aired but it was with the artist that does spirit cooking so that should give you a, a big warning and i mean microsoft is bill gates so that see all these connections you see you're starting to see them so i guess microsoft created these lenses that make you feel like you're in a virtual reality and you can't even tell the difference of reality and this virtual reality and honestly that's fucking scary like i would want to know if i'm like in a virtual reality or in a real world what like that's literally a simulation like what? Oh, I quoted this from the book. Obviously, all these are quotes from the book, but God doesn't want his creation to be aspiring gods. He wanted them to be worshipers doing what he intended us to do. Um, take care of the earth, each other, and enjoy life. But Satan sent the rebellious ones down the wrong path, aka the elite. For those of you asking, because I've asked the same question, like why can't God just come down and help us and like he could easily just come and snap his fingers and everything would be okay and everything would go away. But there's a thing called free will. And if he came down, it would be against the free will. And that's why the elite also operate with free will. Like I mentioned in, I think, the first episode, that they have to abide by the free will law of the universe. So that's why they manipulate us into giving them consent with the movies and the music and all that. Like I said, the subliminal messages. That being said, we are all being tested if we will use our free will for good or for evil. So... Are you using your free will to critical think and try to get the truth out there like I am? <laughs> or are you falling into this technology crap and 
everything that's literally going against god like i've mentioned before i see things so differently now like obviously technology is so cool they put out all these benefits for it um the wi-fi is super fast can talk to people around the nation blah 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 but like literally the internet is the mass manipulator the 5g radiations which i'll talk about in another episode but or maybe at the end of this episode, but every technology that has been implanted or has been introduced to us, I mean, it has benefited us in some way, but also has increased bullying, has increased insecurities, decreased self-worth with some people. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's some, I've wrote a paper about it in college, how social media has literally been a negative impact on our generation. I mean, obviously it has benefited us, but now looking at how they're using technology to literally push their agenda, it's just like, well, fuck, maybe, I don't know, maybe I don't want the next iPhone. <laughs> the Fallen Angels and the Watchers of Genesis 6-2, the Book of Enoch, and in other religious sources, talk about the extraterrestrials. They're Basically, they're fallen angels. Um, he said to look out for Stephen Greer, and I believe he's a director, and I believe he has a movie on Netflix or Hulu, because I saw his name. He's a part of the Disclosure Project, which is it's allowing us to see what's in store for us in regards to the aliens. So he's literally programming us to be ready for Project Bluebeam. And I don't know if I've talked about Project Bluebeam on here or on TikTok, but it's basically a fake second coming of Christ. It's going to look like an alien invasion, a bunch of lights, a bunch of sounds, a bunch of earthquakes. And basically, Stephen Greer is like programming us to get ready for that. And that's also why I think the CIA released a document in April about how aliens are real. Like, that can't be a coincidence. They're obviously pre-programming us for something bigger. So one big thing you should take away from this chapter and everything I've talked about is 95% of their plan is public. The highest, most important people are 33 degree Freemasons or or they're married into it. And they're all Satan worshippers. Now let's get into King Nimrod because I bet a lot of you have questions like who the fuck this guy is and why a significant part to the New World Order. So Nimrod is, in the dictionary, means foolish, stupid, or idiotic. And it's obviously a deception to hide us from the real meaning. Osiris, which is also used a lot in um, other articles that I've read, is an Egyptian name for Nimrod. So basically, King Nimrod goes by a lot of names. Osiris is the Egyptian name for Nimrod. And he's also the king of death. So for those of you who didn't watch my Naya Rivera theory on TikTok, I talk about how this guy decoded it with Gematria or Gematrix and like I've mentioned before numerology is huge with them and so is I guess the Egyptian kings and Osiris came up and how Osiris died in the Egyptian legend is that they put him in a box and let him go on the Nile River and I guess like the numerology between that and Naya Rivera's death like connected and also her name was Rivera. Naya kind of sounds like Nile. I don't know. I had a lot of connections to that. Okay, so Western civilization had its foundations in the great plan Babylonian mystery religion. It's said in the Bible that the United States is literally Babylon. The first Freemasonry lodge was in 1717 and the oath of Nimrod was literally their initiation process. They obviously have a front as a charitable organization. Like I've mentioned before, most of the people who are in Freemasons don't even know they're a part of like an eviler group because that evil, I don't even know if eviler is a word, but that evil group, um, the 33 degree Freemasons, which is another secret society within the secret society, I don't think they're aware of that. There's obviously other secret societies that coincide with the Freemasons like Skull and Bones and Skull and Bones was 
founded in Yale University. It's kind of like a fraternity. Well, I mean, the Freemasons are also a fraternity, and they're parallel to the 33-degree Freemasons. An example is, in 1992, George Bush Sr. is a Skull and Bones, and Bill Clinton is a 33-degree Freemasons. They both went against each other in that election. In 1996, Bill Clinton went against Bob Dole. They're both 33-degree Freemasons. In 2000, George W. Bush went as a skull and bone against Al Gore, a 33-degree Freemason. In 2004, George W. Bush was a skull and bone against John Kerry, a 33-degree Freemason. See, like, they all connect to the bloodline or the society or something. They're, these presidents are groomed and handpicked their whole lives. And that's why I think Trump is literally a part of it. And I've been finding some fishy stuff about it. And I've been finding some fishy stuff of the connections, which I hope I will get into at the end of this episode because I don't want to make it too long. So in 1776, they signed the Declaration of Independence, but they also founded the Illuminati. See the connections? And on May 1st, 1776, Beltane is like their New Year's for the cultists. He also says that that's why the communists celebrate May 1st in honor of the founders of the Illuminati. The Illuminati means the illuminated seers of Bavaria. They were guided by their god Satan, the light bearer. That's why I don't know if you guys have seen the articles I've been posting on Instagram, but basically Q always says from dark to light or always says something about the light and stuff and there's connections to Satan. Let me just read off the 13 families of the Illuminati. So, the Astor family, the Bundy family, the Collins family, DuPont family, Treman family, the Kennedy family, which I will get into because it ties into his assassination, the Lee family, the Onassis family, the Reynolds family, the two most famous ones, Rockefellers and Rothschilds, and Russell and Van Dune. So, those are the 13 families, and all presidents have ties to one of these families, Obama has ties to the Rothschilds. Like I mentioned before, that Ellen DeGeneres has ties to the Rothschilds as well. Um, You can look up the family tree. It's crazy. It goes deep. And like I said, they all have to marry within the families. I said this in my last episode. Practice incest, basically. And it's one of their rules and marrying within the family. So the family grows. And I know Ellen DeGeneres isn't a president, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of celebrities who also have ties to the 13 families. People have been asking me how the Illuminati and Freemasons tie in together. So the Illuminati took a hostile takeover of the Freemasonry and used their lodges. So there's lodges all over the country. I mean, all over the world. Uh, the Freemasonry lodges, you've probably seen them in your neighborhood. Um, the Illuminati uses them. <laughs> the Great Seal of the United States is Masonic completely. If you compare the two, it's the same Masonic symbol. Um, also, Trump's symbol for his uh, resorts has the same symbol. So it's just like a lot of symbolism kind of connects. Uh, the Statue of Liberty was actually a 100th anniversary of Babylon present from the Freemasons. Uh, the Freemasons built it, they have quote unquote. So the Statue of Liberty represents the Queen Semiramis, which is also King Nimrod's wife, which is also King Nimrod's mom. If you look into the story, it's a really weird story how it happened. But she also has the name as Columbia and District of Columbia. Apparently, like Washington, like DC, the White House represents a vagina. It's like all represented like sexual parts. I don't know. It's really fucking weird. And Queen Semiramis is also 
the whore of Babylon in the Bible. Just to give you another perspective on that. Freemasons own the moon, apparently, because Buzz Aldrin was a, he was a 32 degree Freemason, but just basically at the top already. And um, he took the Freemason flag up there. He did a Freemason ritual and... NASA is also owned by most of the Freemasons. I mean, I guess there's a theory, and he talks about it in the book as well, that NASA was created by, like, the Nazi scientist. How does Trump tie into this? So Trump has a bloodline to the Plantagenet. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, he's He has ties to the Kings of England, King Henry and Jeffrey Plantagenet, which is part of, the, like, the royal line. Trump also has ties to the Rothschilds because the Rothschilds helped him with the, the resort I was talking about earlier, the Resorts International. They both work together to fund it, and I guess the Rothschilds, either the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers, took them under their wing because Wilbur Ross, which I also talked about in my other episode, which wrote Wilbur Ross has ties to the Rothschilds. So it all connects. I just want to mention one last thing. So basically I covered most of how the Freemasons came about and why religion ties into it. And they basically just want us to all be worshipers of like the synagogue of Satan, which is going to be like the only religion that they will offer once the new world order hits, I guess. It was a lot of information, I understand. And I don't mean any of this to offend anyone. It's literally just my research and what I found. Like I said, I do resonate with the whole Trump bloodline just because it makes sense that every president has ties to it. And um also i just want to play a clip that just kind of bothers me and just says a lot about the person he is like yes i understand trump has done a lot of good things for our country like sign some acts for the black community he has done some things for the minorities and he's trying to build a wall to keep child trafficking stop he's trying to stop child trafficking in the ICE detention centers and all this stuff and he also talks a lot about he's trying to take down the pedophiles the elites and apparently like he helped get Jeffrey Epstein in jail and he helped get the other ones in jail but like my thing is like you got to question it like I know they say keep your enemies close like that's an argument too or keep your enemies closer but at the same time like since he has these connections to the bloodlines like don't you think he has a part in this so let me just play you this clip that just like bothers me that uh, the person he is and i don't understand why people support the, him like this and i'm sorry i'm only attacking trump right now he is our current president and he's making all the, de the decisions right now that's why i'm talking about him mostly i know biden's disgusting too and like i said i'm not for either side so that's why i'm only talking about trump um and i don't want anyone to be deceived. I don't want anyone to be fooled by a false prophet, which is basically what Trump is doing. But like I said, make your own judgments. Like all I'm doing is kind of putting a warning out there. But if you don't want to believe it, that's fine. I'm not forcing you to believe anything. I just want you to take it with you and just like kind of think about it. I don't know. I don't want to force you to do it, anything, but just listen to this. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You know? <laughs> oh, it's so weird. What's the favorite thing you have in common with your father? Either real estate or golf. Donald, with your daughter? Well, I was going to say sex, but I can't relate that. And he has, like, other interviews where he said that he talks about his daughter's breasts, he compares his daughter's legs to his mom, and, and just, like, fetishizes his daughter and sexualizes her, and I just don't think that's okay. He's also talked about women in a really disrespectful way, and it's just disgusting to me, and... 
I know people will say, oh, that was his past, blah, blah, blah. But still, it's still the kind of person he is and the kind of person he kind of portrays. And when the whole George Floyd thing happened, like, even though it was fake, even though, like, the whole thing happened, he never spoke on it, like, as the president should. He never sympathized with the black community or the people protesting. He never made a proper speech about it. He's just not a sympathetic, sympathetic or empathetic president. I don't know why you would want someone like that to be our leader. I just, I don't understand I understand like as a president just like focusing on like business wise and like the things he's done like he's good at that but however just like the person he is I don't I don't I can't resonate with that I just don't like the person he is and I'm sorry I just I can't it's disgusting <laughs> so the whole QAnon thing in the beginning like I obviously questioned it from the beginning but I was like maybe he is a real deal and all that but like I said he was only on Trump's side I was like I don't know about that so then I found this article and there's a lot of people that I follow also who think that, well not think that, but have like proved that Q is a sci- psychological operation, which I also talked about in my last episode. So this article says President Trump is using COVID-19 to take down cabal deception. So basically this whole thing is a deception. Many patriots have been misled by a QAnon narrative, which proposes that the COVID-19 crisis has been manufactured or hijacked in order for President Trump to use the military to take down the cabal, the deep state. They proclaim that Trump is going to implement NASARA, the National Economic Security and Reformation Act. They say that he will abolish the Federal Reserve, forgive credit, return all to constitutional law, establish peace, release enormous sums of the money, enable to release new technologies. But like I said from the beginning, if he was really helping us, he would be against technology, he would be against 5G, he would be against the 5G, the vaccine, because like I said, they want to be godlike, they want to take over with technology, with 5G, and lately Trump has been pushing it. He's been pushing 5G, if you haven't seen his tweets, he's been pushing the vaccine, so it's like a lot of questions that you have to start asking. That list sounds like what the Antichrist beast pope may offer in the one world government to get people to revere and obey him. And so I also heard that Nasera Act is kind of like the calm before the storm because everything's going to seem like it's okay and everything's going to seem peaceful again, but then bam, we're hit. So it's kind of like a tactic that they have. So the actions of President Trump have only served to empower the cabal and to enslave humanity. So people are saying that he's nationalized the Federal Reserve Bank like JFK attempted. Um, so, like I re- mentioned earlier, Kennedys are a part of the 13 families. However, I did look into his death and his assassination. And so, his father, Joseph Kennedy, put the family into power, basically. That's why they're a part of the 13 families. Um, and he also put Kennedy as a president. Um, but he, he was groomed and he was kind of brainwashed into being president. And once he realized that he was just a puppet of the cabal or the deep state or Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, he wanted to take down the shadow government. And that's what he tried to do. He tried to take it down by literally saying speeches. He tried to stop the Federal Reserve. Um, he tried to stop cloning because that's also when cloning started and he didn't agree with that at all. So he tried to stop that. Uh, so he tried to do a lot of things for us and he literally put it in action. So JFK was groomed from an early age to take high office for the Brotherhood and he was supported by all the classic names like the Rothschilds, Tafts, Russells, Rockefellers, the media, and the most powerful newspapers, Tycoon, United States. When Kennedy ran for political office, a Boston American newspaper owned by Hearst refused to accept the paid advertisements of his opponent. So, like, literally JFK, 
was manipulated into being president. He also had ties with the darkest side of Hollywood, which is like the pedophile side. He would party with them and, you know, do the rituals and adrenochrome and all that. He was friends with like Marilyn Monroe, Anton LaVey's Church of Satan. And they talk about how this article talks about the, how they were all MK Ultra slaves. Many of the movies and shows use monarch slaves and as actors and performers, they also use a lot of slave handlers such as Frank Sinatra, Peter Lawford, and Bob Hope, and occasionally use programmers such as Anton LaVey, um, Jerry Lee Lewis. Frank Sinatra has been the slave handler. He has handled Bob Hope's slaves. When Bob Hope has lent them to the Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra spends time with the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. This was released to the FBI files, described as sex parties. And there's literally a document, I wish I could put it in here, but it's a literal document that I'm looking at right now. And it talks about the sex parties that the celebrities would have, and I guess JFK would brainwash into going to them. So JFK's string of affairs with various partners during his presidency is no secret today. The two most famous women associated with JFK were Marilyn Monroe and Jane Mansfield, two blonde movie stars with strikingly similar personas. There is, however, another point they both have in common. They were both partners of Anton LaVey. In fact, Mansfield was a high priestess of his Church of Satan. In San Francisco for the 1966 film festival, Mansfield visited the Church of Satan with Sam Brody, her lawyer and boyfriend, to meet Anton LaVey, the church's founder. LaVey awarded Mansfield a medallion and the title of High Priestess of San San Francisco Church of Satan. So, uh, I'm just showing you all the ties that JFK had with, like, the evil people in Hollywood and all that. But, however, he wanted to take down the Federal Reserve. So, the Federal Reserve system was created in 1913, like we all know, to become the central banking system of the United States. However, despite all the governmental names, the Federal Reserve system is not federal, obviously, like I said. It's not even governmental. So, that article just explains what I basically told you guys. In 1934, Congressman Louis T. McFadden of Pennsylvania gave an astounding speech exposing who was behind the Fed. According to him, it was the same people who are behind important world events. Without naming them, McFadden described the elite bloodlines of the world. That is crazy. The Mr. Chairman, we have in this country one of the most corrupt institutions of the world the world has ever known. I refer to it as the Federal Reserve Board and the Federal Reserve Banks here and after called the Fed. The Fed was, has cheated the government of these United States and the people of the United States out of money, which is true. So in conclusion, um, although it is easy to either say JFK was against it or not against it because he was fighting it. The truth is that he was merely a man who was a product of his environment, which could also potentially be true about Trump. I mean, you were raised in a rich family. You're kind of like raised into this awful life. So he's a product of his environment, the cult elite. As a member of this rare field group, he mixed with the dark side of Hollywood and got involved with the horrendous world of MK Ultra slaves and handlers. However, on a professional level, Kennedy went against the best interests of the elite on several occasions, like I mentioned, by attempting to go against the CIA, the Federal Reserve, the military industrial complex, and big oil companies. Indeed, Kennedy took bold steps toward limiting the powers of organizations who act in total secrecy and who give absolutely no account of their actions to the public. He went against the shadow government, which works in the dark, and soon after, he was assassinated in broad daylight. 50 years later, the official theory is that lone gunman killed Kennedy. Is that possible? In the decades that followed, the dreaded Kennedy curse continued killing the rest of, like, the Kennedy family. But basically, he was just, like, a product of his environment, and um, that's a potential for Trump to be, too, but they're all puppets. 
Kennedy was a puppet. And he actually tried to make some laws or sign some bills that were against the the cabal and stuff, but they reversed him right after he died. So going back to the article, I was talking about how Trump is literally using this deceit to enslave us into a police state. So President Trump, President Trump, <laughs> President Trump will use the 6.2 trillion stimulus bill to send money to the cabal who own the major banks, pharmaceutical companies, and mega corporations. If you don't know that, you should look into that because it's true. Bill Gates owns a lot of it. Hillary Clinton does. George Soros does. On March 20, 2020, it was announced that the Federal Reserve Bank will lend an additional $1 trillion a day to large banks. $1 trillion a day. That's insane. And by comparison, the official U.S. national debt is $23 trillion, so lending $1 trillion a day is incomprehensible. This is a part of their final solution, a global takeover. Giving the Federal Reserve Bank unlimited liquidity allows them to create unlimited debt to enslave humanity. That is fucking crazy, bro. Every dollar that the Federal Reserve prints out of thin air makes them that much more powerful. Trump is empowering the cabal, the elite bankers who own and control the Federal Reserve Bank. He, like I mentioned, he is also pushing 5G, which is a weapon used against humanity. You can find plenty of videos on YouTube which explain the harmful effects like EMF, 5G in particular, has the ability to... Minimize the process of oxygen in our body, which can lead to death. Uh, we saw in Wuhan, China, the test city in China for 5G when people were suddenly collapsing. Holy shit. So basically, COVID was like a distraction for them to start putting up these 5G towers. And obviously, if you look into it, they will say 5G is like the best thing to ever happen. It's like the best technology, the best Wi-Fi or like the best data, blah, blah, blah. But like I said, technology is against God and not what he wanted for us because it's leading them into being immortal. The first day of the mass lockdowns of the U.S. President Trump and Congress secretly passed the 5G and Beyond Act of 2020. Holy shit, I did not know this. So March 23rd third that's when was the first day of the mass lockdown that's why i said they put us in lockdown so they could put up these 5g towers president trump is pushing vaccines which are also a bioweapon against humanity if you haven't heard about that basically this vaccine is created by bill gates and supposedly also has a chip it has mercury aluminum dna from abnormal cancer written aborted fetus cells and other toxic materials there's actually a doctor who talks about this on youtube she says that a lot of doctors have been trying to warn people but they have been silenced so she made this video in hopes that it wouldn't be taken down and i guess it has been taken down a couple times but people keep reposting it the vaccine is also like i said created by bill gates and if you don't know bill gates in like 2003 or 2005 around that time he created a polio vaccine to help uh, i think south africa get rid of polio but it actually killed way more kids than it saved bill gates is also not giving him this vaccine to his children so that should say something he's also been in ted talks where i have seen with my own eyes you can look these up of his poppy depopulation agenda he's literally talked about in the open how he wants to depopulize america on march 30th 20 the trump administration is giving johnson and johnson 456 million dollars to develop a coronavirus vaccine uh johnson and johnson is also funded by bill gates they may push to limit the movement of people who have not had vaccines in the name of public safety. The easiest way to enforce this is with implant, which has your vaccine cord, which is like vaccine record. Like I said, it's the microchip that he has been talking about. And I think how they're going to do it to mandate it because they can't really mandate it or maybe they can. But I think they're going to be like, oh, well, you can't go to work until you get the vaccine. You can't go to school until you get the vaccine. You can't go flying until you get the vaccine. So they're going to mandate it somehow, which is kind of scary. This person quotes the Bible 
the, the book of Revelations 18, 23 says, For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. The Greek word for sorceries is pharmakia, which means medication. Holy crap. <laughs> the article said earlier, people proclaim that Trump is going to overthrow the cabal like JFK attempted to. But that is a false narrative to cause supposed patriots to stand idly by while Trump and the government leaders push us into martial law and an economic collapse into the Orwellian nightmare. Trump is surrounded by people from the cabal. He became rich because of the funding of the cabal. Trump is a Jesuit trained at Fordham University and he serves his boss in Rome. People have been misled by a false narrative so that they do nothing while the evil ones push us into a police state. The evil ones are experts at deception and they can make it seem like Trump is taking down the cabal. But he's actually not. It makes sense. It honestly all makes sense. And also, if you look into QAnon, why is he on Wikipedia? Um, why is he in the mainstream media? Like, if he's really anonymous, why is he talked about so much? You know, I don't think that gives QAnon any credibility. Uh, mainstream, like I said, mainstream media is owned by the Rothschilds. So I don't think Rothschilds would put that out there or Google would let Wikipedia put that out there. Um, the bottom of this article says, hopefully the Trump administration is being used to take down the pedophile sex traffickers and criminals against humanity. So I think, yeah, I also think that like the Trump administration, but not Trump himself are helping the, tra the trafficking, which I mean, they did it with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine and all the other people. Uh, but at this point, in the game every major event is a false narrative until proven otherwise i agree do you understand who is at the power pyramid who controls the world via many front organizations people blame the cabal deep state the jews illuminati bilderbergers etc and all those entities are to blame for for the mess that we're in as they steal kill and destroy but the bible clearly foretold who controls the world in the end times one man controls the world via those front organizations and many more so basically the false prophet or the false savior which i think they're referring to as trump and he uses all these organizations which they're all parallel to each other to manipulate the masses and is a mass deceit with QAnon and all that i also believe that QAnon is dropping real like real facts like he's dropping the truth because obviously it's a cia they know what's going on so they're dropping it just to make you think it's true but it's actually not because they're not dropping all the truth just like some of it and they're manipulating it so that's why i say question everything guys it's a lot to think about it's a lot to untangle because it's like i said it's a deceitful web of people it's a deceitful web of rich billionaires who control us and i have a feeling that trump's a part of it and i'm sorry if that offends you or whatever but that's just my intuition telling me that i don't know if i trust anything right now honestly because i've been hearing a lot of different things but they are mass manipulators they're great at it and just like i said think of it as like a fuck boy like a fuck boy or a fuck girl like someone who's trying to lead you on just to hook up with you will tell you all these nice things they will tell you they they want to have a relationship with you they want to love you they lead you into wanting to have a relationship spend every day with you meet your family and then all of a sudden they cheat on you or break your heart like that's literally what's happening right now i also heard trump has ties with russia and china like in the background we're supposedly in cahoots with the two main countries who are gonna be in charge of the one world order and there's also a bunch of false narratives um so just keep questioning everything i know this episode was really informative really long um, i apologize i've just been literally not sleeping i don't sleep anymore all i do is research don't believe a word I say. <laughs> Just take it and help this help you connect the dots. It all adds up. 
it will add up for you and you will find your truth. Like I said, your truth will be your intuition and it will guide you in the right path. And I'm just following my intuition and I'm sorry if it offends anyone because I know in my last episode with the Kanye situation, the bonus episode, um, some people got offended that I talked about how he's bipolar and how apparently that's a lie just to cover up that the MK Ultra messed up his brain and basically convinced him to be bipolar. But there were some arguments yesterday that he's been bipolar since he was five. So I don't want to offend anyone by saying those things. I'm just reporting on what I found. I didn't know he was bipolar since he was five. So I apologize. So I do take blame when I'm wrong and certain things like this. So I do apologize. But I do do think that he has been controlled with MKUltra. And I do think that's a major part of it. Um, It also could be his bipolar, but I also don't want people to discredit him just because he does have a mental illness. I don't want people to think he's crazy when he's trying to tell us the truth. It's like someone, I don't know if you've had that you've had a dream where you're trying to scream like a nightmare or you're trying to yell but no one can hear you I feel like that's how he feels and I don't want anyone to feel like that it's like it feels suffocating and if someone's trying to tell you something just listen (laughs) listen Linda listen so whether that be Kanye whether that be Britney Spears um, whether that be just one of your friends take that as just like a life lesson listen to people around you Um, sometimes they feel like they can't talk because no one will listen and once they do talk they sound crazy so just food for thought I got really passionate in this episode I'm sorry I got really serious and I hope this helps someone kind of learn a little better about how the Freemasons started, how the Illuminati started, and how it ties in with the religion and the mass manipulation. So what I take from that is that the real God, obviously, is the energy source. And then Jesus Christ was his son and came down to warn us about the great plan. And we should worship both God and Jesus Christ, which I don't think are the same. I think God is a powerful energy source of the universe and the divine. And that's just my beliefs, my guidance. And Jesus Christ is just someone who came down, who is showing God's light to everyone and trying to warn everyone. So for those of you asking me, what is the right religion? What should I worship? I mean, that's up to you. That's what your intuition should tell you. I just don't like how Catholics have manipulated the Babylon mystery religion into their religion, like I mentioned from the book and the history of it. So that's why I don't like the religion practices in the sense, like the holidays and the how the eating of the bread and the wine, it's like black magic or whatever. So just make your own judgment on it. And I know you know the truth in you. So like I mentioned before, this guy was an atheist before he wrote the book, but now he believes in God and he prays and he reads the Bible, but he doesn't go to church, but he still believes in God. So like I said, you don't need to go to church to believe in God. You can have your own relationship with him. And sorry, I've been talking for way too long. This episode's super long. I love you guys. And a quick update. I was on Pretty Souls podcast. Um, I know most of you saw my post on Instagram where I was a guest on Jayani's um, podcast, but go check it out. We talk about Justin Bieber, how I started, how uh, I got big over conspiracy theories and all that. So go check out her interview. I might have her on the show soon and we can talk about more celebrity conspiracies. I recently came across one where Nipsey Hussle's death was 
a murder because he was in cahoots or working with the guy who had the cure to cancer. His name is Sebi, Dr. Sebi, I believe. He used holistic medicine to cure cancer, AIDS, HIV, diabetes, like a lot of things. He had the cure to everything. And then they killed him and then they killed Nipsey Hussle. Like it has a connection to do with that. I will talk more about it with Jayani when she comes on the podcast, hopefully next week or the week after, kind of going day by day with how things are going. I mean, right now, everything's kind of crazy with the whole Kanye West thing, the whole Trump thing, uh, the protests, the riots, the COVID, the vaccine. Like, I really am just taking it day by day. So hopefully next bonus episode, so next Tuesday or Wednesday, it will be interesting. Let's see what happens. So stay tuned for that. I hope I covered everything. I really wanted to cover a lot of things. And again, I do apologize if I offend anyone. I'm just trying to speak about things that aren't talked about, which should be talked about. I mean, regardless of the theories, the theories obviously are theories. Um, You can use your own discernment, own judgment to believe what you want to believe. But in the books and Young Pharaoh, he, some of them, claim for these stuff to be true so like I said just don't fall for anything but use your intuition keep those vibrations high guys make sure to meditate and do daily affirmations take a walk outside sing a favorite song or dance read a book just get those vibrations high don't be too overwhelmed by all this information by everything going on on social media like I said technology is supposed to uh, bring us to the lowest vibration so just take a break from it here and there. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. If I miss something, I will probably tweet about it or something because I know I talked for over an hour now. But love you guys. See you next week. Question of the